Uh, has that worked okay? Yes. That is long. Right, that was long. I didn't but... understand. I didn't. I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. <laughs> you, this is alright. It's alright. Don't worry. You're here now. All here now. Listen, at this rate, if we're going on to an hour, I just said lads tomorrow because it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? But I was going to say. Right, so, it's all favoured now. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I couldn't say anything. It's all favoured. I'll tell you what, though. I've had a great so... time in GTA. There's like a massive car meet and everyone's doing drag races on the fucking runway. Oh. Well, I can't be arsed. I'm still stuck in the fucking party. Start a party chat and I still will fucking see the fucking parties still going on. I'm just like, oh. But what? Is it? Is it still fucking... Hang on. I wonder if it still does this. If I if it if it drops me out, invite me back. No. I don't know if it still works. No. See, I think it still. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's still yeah. in. All right, that's cool. Cause I see the fucking red dot on the. What are we? What are we doing? Well, I don't know. Should we just chat about a plan to go about it properly yeah. tomorrow? Or... I don't mind. Well, we'll just plan it out, aren't it? I mean, I don't know. Well, all right, let's just draft it now, innit? And then, um, yeah, let's just act like we're fucking doing it properly, innit? And then we'll just go from there, and then I think tomorrow we'll make the proper one all. Yeah. Oh, oh, just do it now, innit? and then, you know, just go again tomorrow and shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind what everyone's... Uh... What? I don't really care, to be honest. I mean, not like that, but in a disrespectful way. But, I mean, look, we've been trying to fucking sort this out. Yeah. Weeks, and, you know, I'm not throwing no one under the bus, even myself. Um, look, I don't fuck, I, I didn't fucking know, innit? I'm just going to keep my hands safe. Like, because there are so many things that, you know, even this conversation right now could just be used as a draft. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. So, so like, for example, like, bro, I didn't even know certain things like Anchor. I knew about it, but I didn't know how to use it. StreamYard, um, from what even Ash picked up about it as well, I only seemed it was a live stream thing. So, it was like, okay, do you want to go live? Like, like right, like live. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Or would you rather just do a recording, play it back, see how you feel? Could we do it again? Could we not? Instead of just having one massive live stream. Yeah. And then, like it's out there, anyways, and you know you can't go back on it other than deleting mm. it. Do you know what I mean? But people Steve still seen it. You know, whoever's viewed in because it can be it can be live streamed on Facebook, Twitter, not Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Uh, or even obviously YouTube as well. Do you know what I mean? That's the StreamYard thing. The Zoom, I don't know because I personally want to use Zoom for my own videos as well because you've got the fucking backdrop as well, innit? Yeah. Um, backdrop and design at the back, <laughs> which I kind of need right now. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm getting fucking sick and tired of just having a fucking New York picture. The back <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'd rather have something Arsenal related behind it or. X, Y, and Z, and plus I need to start fucking making intros and that, and I don't even have to fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of stuff. Like, that's what I'm saying, there's a lot of stuff I need to know. All I know is, pick up a camera, press record, and that's it. Thumbnails, easy, piss easy, I don't have to do yeah. thumbnails. Piss easy. Do you know what I mean? But, when it comes to editing, making an intro, I'm, I'm shit, mate. I don't have to do it. If you'd ask me when I was 11, I'd, te- I'd tell you how to do it. Now I'm fucking 20, 28, 29. I don't fucking have to do it. Asking Holy shit. To say, modern technology, I literally... I'd, I'm lost. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty lost myself. I mean, I regret, because, I regret because I had the opportunity to do all this stuff five, six years ago. I just never did mm. And it actually didn't know this, but I was actually looking to drop out of our sports class for ICT. Yeah. And 
actually was going to. So in a sense, you know, holy, due to our friendship, yeah, it's lucky I didn't do that because if we did that, I don't, I don't know if we'd have ever linked up in the way, and then been as tight as we are now. So that's a benefit. But you know, I kind of wish I did an IT course. After you, Life works in mysterious ways. Mm. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? You know, that's right. Like I said, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, not grateful for the Jeremy Dodger, but you know. Oh sort of... my god! <laughs> What's that? Don't take that. I did. We not tell you that. I say we told you. No. Oh, pretty hard, uh, yeah. well. Well, uh, let's just go for it again. And you might, you know, you remember it was a while ago. So uh, basically, there was a mate of ours. Well, it was yeah, it was a mate of ours, and um, he was seeing one bird, didn't it? And obviously, she was on her reds, and obviously, she didn't tell him. And obviously, he fingered her, and obviously, there was blood mm. in the finger, and he didn't get it. So it was one of the things where he kind of told me, and I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Yeah. Well, so he... obviously, as a joke, we just started calling him a Jeremy Dodger, <laughs> and he didn't get it. Yeah. So. And if you look at a jammy dodger, then yeah, well, well, I think it's self. I think it's self. Yeah, it's self-explanatory from there. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. So you know, there's other things I just kind of thought. I just said to Ashley, like, listen, let's just call him jammy dodger, <laughs> and he kind of just stuck. And he never got, but until he left, he left our college. He kind of just, he never. I was going to say that would be a an awkward nickname to have to explain to your family and friends, isn't it? Well, yeah, not but, maybe, yeah. maybe not your mates, but your family. Yeah. Why do they call you Jammy Dodger, exactly. sir? Oh, wow. Jammy. <laughs> oh, God. That was a jammy moment, a sticky situation. Oh. A bloody mess. <laughs> God, you've been thinking of those. Yeah, yeah he's had too long to realise. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. All right. I don't know. But, yeah. Holy um... shit, that car's quick. I guess we can roll it in like this. I mean, high rise. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, look, we will literally use this then as a complete rough draft of what to do. So, no, I think do you know what. Yeah, the good thing about this app is it looks like you can have an intro and all this bollocks and that, which is good because you can just edit it. True. After that, you know what I mean? But in terms of like introducing, look, if you want, I'll just go first. Well, well, yeah, you you do your YouTube thing. Well, I don't. Well, it's quite easy. I mean, I just say hi, guys. You're right. My name's Ryan. You just introduce yourself like you're talking to someone in the street. Yeah. Right. It's it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can go back to the very very first video I've ever recorded. I was fucking shit nervous, but I said to myself, "I might talk to a fucking camera." Yeah. True. It's it it just kind of just it's like I don't know smashing. Just smash breaking. No, I think it'd be okay. Right? Once you get going and you have to start speaking, it'll be fine. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, if anything, I'll go first because, you know, like you said, Ashley, I'm the YouTube guy. So, nah, like, not like <laughs> that. Come on. <laughs> nah, I'm only fucking with you, mate. I'm only fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Don't worry. I'm only fucking with you. But, like, it just makes sense because I've, okay, because I've been kind of doing this for a little bit of a while. I guess I kind of in, in, in your guys' eyes, I am experienced in it. So, if anything, just feed off me, innit? It's the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Don't, don't get tongue tied in that. Porter. I'm So, so uh, when are we starting? Well, Would you want to start? Like I said, we could just do a rough yeah, now. Yeah, just do it now. Just the start, because then it builds confidence. Starts fucking whatever. Well, this is the thing. If we keep this recorded, then we can just go back and listen to it and just start start mm-hmm. again properly. Or just... Like, I mean, there's no point... Listen, we're so unprepared. But, no point but that's not. what I mean. And and the that's one thing I'm... I was sort of thinking of, if we just went into it now and realised, like, when we listened back to it, that, okay, yeah, that sounds good, that sounds good. When we then actually go and record it and include all that properly, it's just going to be forced to shit, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've already yeah, said it. But it's this just... is why I'm saying, like, doing this now is is perfect, and it's crazy because technically we've had all the practice mm-hmm. in terms of being on right, PlayStation yeah. Party. That time we was on WhatsApp chat and fucking Facebook. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's 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 just breaking the ice. 
Even when I met you, Ashley, it was the mm-hmm. same thing. Fucking, you know? So, both of you, in fact. But it was different because for you, Paul, because I actually fucking met you face-to-face. Yeah. Ashley, I ain't, I ain't met you face-to-face, no. but we all met each other on fucking PlayStation, you know what I mean? So, you know, you met my boy Perry mm-hmm. the other day. Same thing. It's the yeah. same thing. It's the same thing. Literally. So... It's feel, easier though, isn't it? Once yeah. you get a mutual person involved, it's like it. it it's just like the, a, a group that's always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. It's it's the glue that keeps everyone yeah. together. They say some shit like that. But yeah, I totally get it. Man. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's it's a general. How do we want this to be properly? Are we just going, we're just going to react to stuff that's happened on a week-by-week week basis? Are we going to get a random thing and just talk about it? What's the... Yeah, week-by-week week thing, so it keeps up, like, up to date. Yeah. Mm. I mean... I guess so. so this I think maybe we should have a list of things, start on there, saying... Yeah. Like, I know it sounds a bit forced, but... We well, no, nah, because if we, we feel like, oh, we've like, been on this subject for a while now, let's talk about this one. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if we've got a little bit of a running order, yeah. you can try and go through each thing mm-hmm. uh, yeah. properly. And then I suppose the big, uh, it's not a big thing, ultimately, but right, because you do your videos on like Arsenal reviews and stuff, do you mm. want a lot of airtime about that on this or are you just not because you've already done it do you really want to repeat yourself over and over again with your video and then on this or are you not bothered I mean I'm not really bothered to be honest I mean I'm not going to make a big whole thing and besides like it's it's like for example it's fine if I do that because if you guys have watched the game as well could get another perspective and another voice X, Y and Z yeah which we did you know, we'd watched, um, you know, the teams that you guys support. It's the same thing. Mm. So, you know, if I'd watched your games as well, then you can be like, oh, yeah, well, we, do you know what I mean? Because it's going to be the same mm. thing. We all get each other's opinions on that. Then we can kind of move on to talk about other teams or whoever's in the headlines, X, Y, and Z. And then we can just go and roll off from there, man. I mean, yeah, it just, uh, <laughs> it just makes sense. It's fine by me. Yeah, you fucking bastard. Yeah, we'll probably make sure we cut out stuff like that. Yeah, that's clearly playing GTA in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it's fine. It's fine. No, yeah. Stop shooting me, man. Well, go on then. What do we think about Bristol City, lads? That's what I mean. No, I thought I thought I'd chuck it in the tester one now because we ain't going to talk about it in an actual thing. But that's the thing. If you do, that'll be you guys' little segment. Man. You guys can kind of do that. And I could just question you guys about Bristol City a lot more, I don't know. I mean, we can kind of roll off the bat. Yeah, true. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we all got our, we all got our gripes. Like, you can... For example, when you're saying to me, "Oh well, what do you, what, uh, Ryan? What do you think about Eddie Kelly?" Like from what mm. we talked about earlier, um, you know, I could give you my two cents. You give your two cents. Paul could give his two cents. Then we could kind of chime in on the whole West Ham might be interested, which is odd because I did say to Paul yesterday, like, you know, even fact, actually, you were there as well. Remember, when I was saying to him, "Oh, yeah, you know." You, West Ham could do with someone like Eddie in the mm. squad anyways I mean you know because he's a young vibrant striker who needs some leadership and he needs you know an actual team that he can kind of build with rather than come into a team that's not saying Arsenal's built but it's like in a striker role you're not really going to be the guy to take us forward I mean with West Ham they got around the team they kind of need building blocks in certain areas you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, we'll get him in, and if you're gonna get someone experienced, they can guide him yeah. in. Because look how many fucking players that we got. We got Lacazette, we got Abamyang, him, Balogun, Tyrese, John, Jules. We got so many strikers. So quite a few of them are gonna have to go. Lacazette might go, 
I don't know because he kind of looks like he's playing for that contract right now. Uh, Bamiyang is looking like he scored earlier, but again, uh, we don't know what to expect for the next four or five months coming into next season. Do you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, I feel, you know, we could talk. Do you know what I mean? There's so many yeah, things. Is it, because, like, is it because of COVID and they're not playing because they're playing properly? No, because last season, you know, says it all. Do you know what I mean? There was a lockdown. Like, we all knew about COVID at the start of the mm. season last season, right? We all knew, heard about it, right? But, well, no, technically we didn't, actually. We kind of knew about it probably in the second month of last yeah. season, right? So, with that being said, and then obviously we went in the lockdown when Arteta got contracted as well as Callum hudson Adoy, yeah. then we shut down for a while. Then we came back mm. and we continued. I mean, and then everybody finished where they finished and then, you know, the, the cup final happened and then boom, we started this season thinking about if it's going to be potentially like how last season was going to be. Um, and everything, everything was just all squished in in terms of cup competitions, in terms of league games, in a sense, just trying to finish it early because we had to scrap the Euros last season for this. Mm. So, you, know, you, think so, they... you know, the World Cup's going to be even more quicker than it should be. Uh, and then, do you know what I mean? It's gonna, it's all, it's all kind of fucked up now. Mm. You think maybe you know I mean? they should so, just instead of they should just restart the season from where it finished? Like, no, because, that as well. I don't know. About it, that, 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 that's I mean, an easy one in hindsight to say because I honestly didn't think even when we restarted it back in June, I honestly didn't think we'd be here in January where where we are. I thought yeah. we'd be. I thought I'd be back in a stadium by now, to an extent. I didn't think we'd be at the worst stage we've been at throughout the whole thing. So, in hindsight, you could have said, yeah, we'll have a proper pre-season again. We'll come back in October. And then we'll have a winter break for two months. And then that would probably have fit in the last 15, 20 games. Whatever. But then again... Clubs wouldn't survive on that. They wouldn't survive on it. But Mm. I don't know. I still think we need a bit of a break. Leagues one and two are in absolute disarray. It's a joke. Yeah, they've got their money, right? It's an absolute joke. We're in, uh, I think, who is it in League One? Accrington? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, fair play to them. They're sixth in the league. They're doing great, but They've only played 17 games. They've got another 29 games to play in about four months. Mm. How are they paying these players? Like, who's really (laughs) paying the players? Is it Morgan? Yeah. Yeah. Too many will get like that, but that's where the money from the Premier League and the Championship will help. From the the Premier League, even. They've got this massive club, like City, who pay their players. Yeah, I get it. And the club, so why is no one helping? But that's what I mean. Sheikh Mansour has just, I don't know if anyone saw this, he's just bought the first ever FA Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, So it stays in the National Football Museum in Preston, so it it doesn't leave the country. Mm. Well, I'm not being funny, Mm. mate. You've spent nearly a million pounds on that. Yeah. That million pounds would go some way to paying a club's wages for a season. Yeah, that's true. I get it, history of the FA Cup and stuff, and you maybe don't wanna don't want it to leave the country, but then that's surely down to whoever's got it at the moment to just say, nah, you can have it, but it's staying here. Yeah. Uh, but but <laughs> there you go. That's a whole different debate, I suppose, the money in football, but I mean but this even goes back to that question we were talking about um we were talking about Halle the other day. And you know, you were saying you said you had your opinion on Ajax and, and stuff like that, and I have my opinion on Ajax as well. Mm. In terms of like, you know, the whole stepping stone yeah. conversation, and, that. and then we was even talking about, you know, when you was like, oh yeah, but the league shit. And I, I only gave you my two cents on why I think other leagues, you know, why they are shit compared to the Prem. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's all about money, man. Like, oh, so of course it does. Yeah, have literally come in done this money thing and you know even in the Premier League like historically there's been a lot of clubs 
I can even look at Arsenal, for example. Like, you know, not many people look at, like, the very, very, very past. You know, I remember we, um, I can't remember what year exactly it was, but we got stopped from relegation. A lot of people always say we've never been relegated. Everyone's been relegated. But we got out of relegation by government, which is fucking hilarious <laughs> when you actually go back and check. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think... Um, I have to go back and really, really, really... Because it was a very, very long time ago I read this. I think I was about 12, 13 when I read this. So, you know, there's a lot of complications there. And then, obviously, we move into more modern times of Blackburn Rovers. When they won the fucking Premier League, they were actually a rich club. Mm. And they spent their money how they spent their money. And we all know Manchester United and how much revenue they generate. And, you know... Chelsea, uh, Roman Abramovich, Susie come in. Chelsea's become this big club in London now, as well, alongside Arsenal, rather than just being Arsenal. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Manchester City again, coming out the shadows of Manchester United, they've accomplished a lot more than when I look at my club in terms of actually, you know, more league titles than Arsenal in the Premier League era. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, dominating the League Cup. We ain't won the League Cup since 93. See what I'm saying? So, uh, look at all these small things. They're buying players and they actually have an idea. PSG in France, they dominated France. Right. Back in the day, it was Marseille and Lyon and them lot. They were doing their thing. Now it's just PSG. Do you know what I'm saying? Germany, Bayern Munich. And yet, the thing is, when it comes to Bayern Munich, don't be going wrong. We know historically Bayern Munich are very successful. But, other teams like Borussia Dortmund, Bayer Leverkusen, they're all around, you know, back yeah. in the day. And it's, it just shows you, like, how much money can be implemented in a football club. But at the same time, it's how you run the football club, as well as, you know, buying the right people to run it in terms of, you know, trainers, coaches, the players. Yeah, uh, every, all the financial things you need to, to, to do your club well successfully. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we can say Chelsea bought the league X, Y, and Z. Of course they did. Like, you know, when you look at it, but at the same time, no, they invested in Jose Mourinho, who they bring in, took a chance with him just after him winning the Champions League with Porto. Mm-hmm. And we all know, I'm not disrespecting Porto or Jose's reign, but even that was shocking, like seeing Porto go and win the Champions League mm. at that time. He was like, wow, you know? So, they took the risk, and at that time, Chelsea was investing anyways. The season or two before, like, you know, under Ranieri, like, they were trying to do something. Do you know what I'm saying? You can see Chelsea was slowly becoming that third team to really push Manchester United and Arsenal along. And then after Arsenal finished their unbeaten season, Chelsea come out and just straight two back-to-back titles. Do you know what I mean? They mm. kept Manchester United on edge for a few seasons and then Manchester City came along and, you know, now we're at the point where Liverpool have spent years out of the cauldrons of fucking challenging for league titles. They got close and then close. And you know, what makes the club good? Because obviously Fergie was, like, amazing with no money, realistically, wasn't he? Well, this is the thing. Much I more mean, Fergie Manchester would United... be the same manager if he had money. But the thing is, Manchester United do have money. They've always yeah, they've had barely, money. They've rarely spent money, did they, really? Well, that's the thing. I mean, the mo- you've got to think about it. the money then compared to the money now is nothing. That's the thing. I mean, remember back in the day, £40 million was like, oh my God, you spent yeah. £40 million on a player. And now that's just like, well, whatever. Do you know what I mean? I remember, I remember when I was a kid and 25 mil was like a big thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. 25 mil. Like, we paid that for Kieran Tierney um, two seasons ago. And I was like, yeah, wow, that's a fucking... fucking what that's was a it? Fucking Reaffirm, that's a back then. Exactly. I remember that's that what was I mean. like the biggest transfer well, at that point. If you look so, at some of the transfer deals that were, I mean, with, granted, back in 2004, it was a lot of money, but Didier Drogba went to Chelsea for 24 million. Michael Essien was the same. I think Hernan yeah, Crespo was about 28 million. Shevchenko, who I think had won World Player of the Year, was only 30 mil. Like yeah. those figures now, we're turning around and saying it's a steal. Like Man United signed Donny van der Beek in the summer. Not saying he's a poor player. Oh, he's I, excellent, I think, but I think he's a very good player. A but obviously, he's, he's played yeah. about two minutes or whatever, something stupid in the Premier League. 
But yeah, I was there in the summer going, I'll tell you what, to get a player of his quality for only £40 million, that is a steal. This is what I was upset because they come out and said Arsenal was interested, but we didn't have enough Mm. money up front to get the deal done. And then it's like, what? Mm. And then, yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that. Imagine that, that midfield, though. If you had Van der Beek alongside Partey, that would be quite fun, wouldn't it? I'd have loved that. <laughs> and then, you know, Smith Rowe along, alongside of them. And I'd have been like, I'd have been, I would have been fine with that. 100%. But, you know, we'd have to be reality and like, well, we ain't got that now. So this is the problem. We need a Donny Van der Beek now, as well as mm. someone to come in and help with Smith Rowe. But it is well, what it is. But yeah, going back to spend the money I mean look at look at in fact Ash we could bring up your team West Ham yeah I mean how much you spent how lot how much you spent on how lot 45 million pounds and, and not euros pounds yeah and you sold him to um Ajax for half of that or even less than half yeah just about 22 20 something 20 maybe yeah. but no, I'm sure as far with that Obviously, we've already we obviously everything's installments nowadays. Like you never pay full price for a player anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I think I think it's an absolute miracle you've managed to get that much. Yeah, we oh, already yeah. spent. We gave Frankfurt thirty mil already from whatever reason. Uh, but with this sale, we're going to give them the rest of the fifteen million. So basically, we sold Haller for like what seven mil. Yeah, it's it, 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 two three years ago. He was probably one of the hottest. Yeah, and, and that's the difficulty with it is that we will now just eternally look and go, Sebastian Allaire did not work at West Ham. He was a rubbish signing, yeah. should never have done it, blah, 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 blah. But what you actually mm. signed that summer was a player that had scored over 20 goals, been part of one of the most potent strike forces in Europe with yeah. him and Jovic. They got to a Europa that's... League semi-final and he looked the part. It was a sensible signing to make. The, yeah, the, the problem comes from, obviously, the money spent and then the risk factor that I was talking about the other day attributed to it mm-hmm. uh, would have been and through the roof. Been... But yeah. the injuries haven't helped when he's played. He's, no. you know, it, Amazingly, for, for a team that's sort of associated with long ball for some reason, West Ham, he didn't suit it. Yeah. And I don't really quite know why. I, I don't Maybe quite know manager, why. But... But then you've got to look at with him and well, he was um, himself with Jovic, wasn't he? Yeah. And Jovic didn't look at him for Real Madrid. Oh, exactly. Qualifier, is he? No, he's, he's got to come to the management. They don't, I, trust him. they don't even trust him. It 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 was a, it was a strange one when I obviously Haller for me was the was a good player to sign. Yeah. But equally, it was strange because he was signed by Pellegrini, a man who I didn't really know what style of football he played. Yeah. So Haller just sort of came in and became a bit. Well, what is he? Is he a target man? Is he being asked to play through, like in beyond the in beyond the defence? What what was the the, the sort of game plan with Allaire? And that's it. Was the whole thing with this is probably I think they're only doing it to get rid of all the deadwood from Pellegrini's era because obviously like Philippe Anderson was like forty mil. Well, now you're going to try and get him back massively as well. But is that because Pelleg- like it's a Diop as well? Like, He's he a strange one. He was supposed to be unbelievable at the time. When we signed him, I thought, fuck. Like, well, this time last year, out. going into the January transfer window last year, he was on Man United's shopping list. He was on our shopping yeah. list as well. What was he? He was on your shopping list as well. Yeah. It's unbelievable. At 60 mil like, you guys but, wanted or something like that. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, and I don't understand. But obviously, that's because of him as well. He's, he's not... West Ham never spend money on defenders. We never have. and we Well, we might do, but I don't think we ever will. We always seem to buy attacking players. I think how much money has been spent on attacking players? Probably like 150 million. Wow, there was that really yeah. stupid stat, wasn't there? That all of the strikers you've signed in the last decade have only scored about 12 league goals or something yeah. silly like that. It's... I don't understand. Like, how are we not? What is wrong with West Ham? Why can we not have a goal scorer? What is going on? Why can't, what, when they play for West Ham, put the ball in there? Like, what is it? I do, well, you know, the, is it the fans? I don't. No, know. no, no, no. I think what I the mentioned the other week, though, well. about your changing managers and you're just in that cycle of a manager stays five months it, 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 uh, at the start of a season, gets sacked, and then a new one comes in, keeps you up. You're like, okay, right, yeah, roses are red, all that sort of shit. And then by Christmas, they're gone again and blah, blah, blah. So if, if a manager comes in and brings his own players in and then he's sacked by the winter, 
Yeah. And you're like, okay, so all these strikers, I mean, if we could go through them all until we're blue in the face. But Hernandez was what? He was a, a Moy signing, was he, the first time round? Uh, uh, no, he wasn't. He was because oh. Moy said no, he was United, didn't he? That's yeah, he was under, I think it was just after... Um, or was it a Slavin? No, yeah, it was a village time. Yeah, it was a village? Yeah, second. It's because um, obviously he got frozen out at United when Moyes was manager at United. So he left United yeah. to go to... Um, West, West Ham, look. Who did he go to? No, he went to Galaxy, sorry. Yeah, he went to LA Galaxy. Nah, he, he went to, uh, to Leverkusen. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know look what? At him then. Forgot yeah, about look that. at him then. Look at him. Yeah. The amount of goals he scored in that in the German league that season. Yeah, he was insane. He was insane. And yet again, it was one of those signings where we go, go on, and you'll have him because he is actually unbelievable at the time. And yet again, is it is it the thing of the players coming from Germany? Because this whole thing was like Werner and Havertz. So nah, it, that's an entirely different conversation. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I, I mean, you certainly couldn't blame the Hernandez one on that because he scored over 60, 70 goals for Man United. So it's yeah, it's not that. I I don't know what it is with these big players. And I mean, don't don't get me wrong; they are used to big atmospheres as well, which probably doesn't help nowadays when they've come to England and their first taste of playing for their new club is silence. Yeah, because there's no one there. But then equally, that. that could work the other way. It could be a pressure-free environment. You're not going to get moaned at straight away. But yeah, is, yeah, exactly. That's like what West Ham... Look at what they were like a few years ago. Mm. Absolutely toxic. Running on the pitch at Burnley, getting rugby tackled by Mark Noble, mm. fucking fans all over in Brady's face and Gold's face and stopping his car on the way to Swansea. Like, we're playing better without them. Yeah. Like, Maybe that's... I don't understand what the mentality is West Ham fans. So if we're never going to win the league for a very long time, where, we'll even is, make a challenge, where, where do they want... What is, like... Where should West Ham finish this season? Or last season? What is the minimum the West Ham trip? Is it to stay up? Like, because most... Nowadays, no. obviously, West Ham are not a team just to stay up. I feel like we've gone past that point of finishing... But, but look at last season, we just survived, yeah. But... Yeah, and this is relegation team. We should be pushing top ten, maybe even to single figures. And this is just the trouble, and it boils down to so many factors. You can cite the money, this, that, and the other, but it's where bar the big six, you could maybe include Leicester in that, just because they're pushing and they have won it in the last five years. However, unlikely again, there's just a, a collection of seven, eight, nine teams that are literally. Oh, what is our biggest aim? Probably mid-table and go far in a cup or knock on the door of Europa League. And yeah. it's yeah, it's a sad sort of seasonal cycle. But that is just the like... matter of that, that is just life. That is just football at the moment. And you know full well in, in no one ever looks at it now because you live for the present. But you know full well in twenty, thirty, forty years, maybe. Uh, uh, a Newcastle or a West Ham will be the biggest club in the country. Mm. You don't know, but for now you're looking and just going, okay, yeah, if if we can finish mid-table and maybe get a, a semi-final of a cup or something, that'll, that'll cheer me up. Yeah. But, but to be honest with you, this season's so different and a lot of clubs like West Ham, like uh, maybe not Everton this year, but Wolves, Southampton... I think a lot of expectations, you, you, a manager will have his own, but a lot of the expectations, I think, are just driven by the fans. And I think yeah. if the fans turn around and go, do you know what, we'll be happy with ninth and uh, a League Cup semi-final or an FA Cup final and 13th or something like that. As long as the fans make peace with it, you're saying. But equally, this season, I think because no one's there, I don't think a lot of fans really give a shit as long as you don't go down. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like how so, West Ham hit their peak after a few years ago when it was our final season at the Berlin. No, I don't... I, like, it feels like the West Ham fans have won that every single year. It's like, well, yeah. why can't we play that every year? Why, what's wrong You can never it? say a club the hit their peak. Stadium, and I I, think... The move to the stadium, as I could always say, was fucking stupid. Like, I don't want to be there now. We were not a big enough club. We should not be in that stadium for a start. It's one of those. I think you've just got to look at it as Upton Park was sort of the end of a generation. This is a new generation that started in 2016. 
you're now on your second squad load of players, I suppose, since that. Yeah. You just sort of look at it from there. And if you if you look at it like that, you're actually on the up. So you are yeah, actually cool. progressing yeah. at, a, at a reasonably good rate there. Of course, you can't take away the 120-plus years of history before it. Mm. But if you look at this current generation of player, and this squad anyway, it's actually going quite well. To be fair, it's the best oh, yeah. West Ham squad I've seen in a while. I, I mean, yeah, a, long, I say, a long, long, long time. the team is probably the best yeah. I've seen for a long time. Well, since I wouldn't necessarily time. say it's the best squad I've seen, but Not I'd say it's really the most effective it's and the most balanced there. squad I've well, seen. What was the yeah, last... Okay, yeah, what, I mean, yeah, okay. well, for you, what was the last best team West Ham-wise that you've seen? I mean, I see West Ham at, you know, being progressive, taking on big big teams and no, I mean, like, well, you quickly make a point quickly sorry like no, no, in, term, in terms of like West Ham and like they started the season a bit alright and then after the Arsenal game which I've got on record I said I felt we were very very lucky to escape because I felt West Ham were all over us from minute one yeah. mm. all the way to the end and we fucking got away with it so and then after that West Ham just went on an unbelievable run where it looked like West Ham could actually could continue this for a little while and then yeah. we'll see how it goes because, again, all these small clubs, like, not small clubs, but let's be honest, these mid-table sides are really, really progressing. Obviously, I'm going to bring something to the table in a minute about my personal perspective on those and the big clubs and what's separating them. But when you look at West Ham, generally... As an outside viewer, you have to say this has probably been the best progressive West Ham side in a long time. I haven't seen West yeah. Ham like this in years. I can't even remember a team like this. Maybe yeah. 2006 or something. I'm just shooting something in the dark right now. I don't yeah. remember. Maybe well, that's, that's 2006 FA Cup side. Well, we go FA Cup side. Yeah. It, was the FA Cup. it wasn't that good. Really, no, but you still made it to the final. Do you know what I mean? You still... In- yeah, because we didn't play anything. In terms of the bigger we, picture... We had guys like Hislop. Come on. Come on. I, I would agree with everything Rice said in terms of the bigger picture, in terms of a, a, a two, three-year plan, mm. a style of football or something like that. I think in terms of just a, a one-off season, that, that season you had your last season at Upton Park with, with, oh, with Pyatt and yeah. Lanzini oh, at the that, peak yeah. of his powers yeah. as well. I mean, as a one-off... The season, or even just a one-off three months, to be honest, because it was just the opening three months of the season. I think you didn't you win away at Arsenal, City, and Liverpool within the first four away yeah, games. We were and, third, I think we we're third at Christmas and, as well. Round about now, yeah, that that team definitely. for for three four months was probably the best football I've seen West Ham play. Yeah, and then I don't think we won um, a game for like eight games or something, maybe. Six, seven. I don't but know. I, I, I do think Rye's right as well. I do agree with Rye. I think actually, in terms of a two-three-year plan, this is the best idea the that West Ham have had in many a year. They haven't said that though. The chairman, chairman, whatever. They've never come out and said this is what they're trying to do. They've never really said what the plan is, and I think that's what the fans are getting pissed off with most because there's no communication between yeah. the fans and the board. But you know what, Ash? I think this goes for a lot of football clubs because. You don't know. I think with a lot of football clubs, like you put your you put your cities and your Chelsea's and your PSG's to the side because we know they spend money, right? We know that they go out there mm. to buy one of the top players in Europe, and then you know they hope it works. And you know, eight out of ten times yeah. it does it works, right? Let's just say eight, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you look at other clubs that don't say anything, it's frustrating because I even look at how many times have I said. West Ham and Arsenal are pretty similar in terms of ownerships. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I look at Arsenal and our owners, well, only our owners or representatives of our owners only talk now, you know, and we've been suffering for for years, right? And um, this is the thing, from where we were, like, me growing up as an Arsenal fan, I've seen I've seen, what, two league titles and yeah. quite a bit of FA Cups, do you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I didn't mm. experience the 98 the 98 team. Like, I had to learn that off 
um, an old an old friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Because he got to live that before I did. I wasn't even watching football at that time. I was too yeah. young. So, mm. and then obviously, you know, as years gone by, you know, I've seen my club regress, regress, regress. Yeah. The same stadium situation you guys went through. Oh, we're going to be a bigger club, challenging this these clubs, this, that, and the third. I ain't seen mm-hmm. shit. I've seen us get slapped up left, right, and center by all the top teams, especially our rivals in Chelsea and, and Spurs. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's been absolutely abysmal. We chucked away probably mm. one of the most credited managers in our football club's history in Arsene Wenger. And, you know, I have my personal grievances with Wenger in terms of he should have left earlier, but thank you for the memories and stuff. But it is what mm-hmm. it is with that. But in terms of running the football club, it has been absolutely awful. We've been run like Muppets. The fact that our owners are coming out telling us to be excited and we finish, we get battered. After getting battered in the European final against our London rivals, be excited and we finish eighth, losing a manager, having mm. a poor season and, you know, just winning an FA Cup, which was, yeah, it was great. But come on, there wasn't much investment in terms yeah, but of not happy, so... I feel the owners left us in the dark for so... Let me quickly make this point. I think our owners left us in the dark for so long when they finally come out and start talking. It's like, oh, well, we don't want to hear it. Yeah. You left us suffering for years. You didn't... Do you know what I mean? So it's like, why now? Why Why should anything you say to us now be taken into consideration? And for West Ham, I feel it's exactly the same thing. You've moved to... you moved out of your home into something yeah. that's not even... Uh, uh, it's so resonant of Upton Park, the bowling alley, whatever you want to call it, and oh, it's just you're just getting what you're getting right now. And I feel with West Ham, you know, it's just what do we do from now? And I feel like the fans were right in terms of challenging the owners. And I wish someone. I know exactly that. what's going to. This but, is what I know. thought was gonna happen. We'll win like something unexpectedly. We'll probably win the FA Cup, let's say, or the Cup, League Cup. Like, pro- let's go with the FA Cup well, this I season. I thought you'd actually so, vote with the League Cup this season, but unfortunately, that was. Oh, no. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's going to be like, like, have you seen Finding Nemo? Like, when they come out of the fucking fish tank, they spend so long trying to get out of this fish tank. Yeah. And at the end, they get out and then they go, oh, we're out now. What do we do? That's why we're going to win something like the FA Cup and be like, oh, well, are we happy with that? Like, now what? Do we spend another 60 years, 40 years not winning another trophy and being happy with that? This is the thing. It's it's all about your owners having a plan. Everything starts from the owners forward. That's why I mentioned clubs like City, PSG, Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Why does not owners are progressive. Um, Steve, uh, what's his name? Sorry? Fucking owl. Steve Bruce at Newcastle sending his programme notes or something about Newcastle trying to avoid relegation or something. He got the massive backlash from it. Yeah. Saying, like, like it's Newcastle. We shouldn't just be avoiding relegation or something. They got all, like, changed and whatever. And you think, that like, yeah, it's Newcastle as well. Maybe they shouldn't be going down a lot, but they're not good enough, really. I feel with Newcastle. Like, they, 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 they a big club just because they've got a big stadium, a big fan base. Does that mean they're a big club? I mean... Like what makes a big club? What is big club? I think a lot of people have their views on what a big club is. For me, I look at big big. club. For me, my personal thing is for a big club, and it's it's tough because it's like I look at Arsenal. We are a big club, but we haven't been acting like a big club in years, right? In in terms Mm. of making decisions. Make it, making the right choices, buying the right players, X, Y, and Z, that guns from the board, right? They've taken us down a peg or two, or even three, for crying out loud, let's be honest. But historically, yeah. we are a big club. You know what I'm saying? Um, you say the same thing about West Ham. Same it's thing. Yes. Yeah. Liverpool, same thing. Chelsea, mm. recently, they're, coming, they're, they're becoming that. I mean, they've won a lot of Chelsea. They won a lot of trophies. To be honest, they're the most successful club in the last 10, 15 years. That's facts. Mm. They've won both Europa League and the Champions League, a few yeah. Premier Leagues, an FA Cup, yeah. and a League Cup along the way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And mm. that's what it was. Their owner came in and said, I'm going to turn Chelsea around. And he's turned them up to the point where it's literally Arsenal and Chelsea, the, the two biggest clubs in London. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And 
this is why I feel it's like it's down to your your history and how you build on that. That's what I see mm. as a big crux for me. Going forward, you have to maintain that momentum in terms of your planning and the way you want to keep your club up because we've seen teams fallen. Look at Leeds United. And a lot, a lot of people get at Leeds nowadays, but I mean, I can't honestly. No, no, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. But even with Leeds, they've been a big club and then they've fallen. Nottingham Forest, they've fallen. Aston Villa. No, this is the thing. Leeds Leeds have never been a big club. Oh, come on. Leeds have never been a big club. Oh, no, no. no, See, this is. All right, why not? Why not? Why not? It just. Why not? Annoying. Yeah, they were. Give them context. Maybe. Give it context. Why they were... no, but you just said they were never a big club, and now you're saying that they were. Like you've got to give. What did they actually context. do? Really? What have they done? <laughs> what did they do in the last twenty? They've been in the top division for years. Instead, they got relegated in two thousand four. Yeah, but they weren't. What did they win when they were in the prem? Well, they won the they first won division before, before the Premier League. They've won a league title. They were in a Champions League semi final right at the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but then what? Okay, right, I got that wrong. What about now? Like, this fucking expansive but that's football what, that Okay, this my point, though. Ash. That's why I was really getting... pissed me off. They were. This is what I'm saying. They were. And this is why I was comparing it to Arsenal in terms of we've dropped back a peg or two because of our owners, our investments, right? Look at Nottingham Forest for crying out loud. How many... They've won a Champions League or European Nottingham Forest are a bigger club than Leeds. Of course they are. I think I'd say so. I would definitely put that. I would definitely rather. I'd I think rather, you just yeah. don't like Leeds personally. That's why you're saying that. But I've, I've, I, I, that's my personal. Problem. I've never had a problem. With, the only problem I have with Leeds is now, like, why? I'm sorry, but okay. yes, they're entertaining to watch. But if you was a Leeds fan and you're like, oh yeah, this is amazing football, but we're getting smashed five six nil every week, like. Does it? What the fuck? Well, to be honest, I mean, they've Imagine only had Leeds, one what bad was the score score against United. No, 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 come on, man. No, they haven't. What was the score against United? What, right after that, I two. What? Imagine being the Leeds fan again. One. Oh, Joe, you know that was a really entertaining game. We lost against our but biggest rivals. Okay, that's it's one. That's one game. What other game have they got smashed in? No, name another game where they got smashed in. More than five goals. They're conceding a no, hell of a that's lot. that's right. I, I agree with you. But you're saying they're getting smashed in left, right, it's center. Not, it's but they're not. Football. But they're not. They've only, there's only, what, Man United and the Tottenham game. You can really say they got smashed in. Yeah, Other but they're that, just, no it's not right. What did they do against Manchester City? One of the top teams in the Premier League. Let's be honest. If they're not. No. They couldn't even be. What happened with Manchester City? Well, that a draw? Yeah. That's my point. Do you know what I mean? What happened with us? Man City were having an awful time. They were having an awful time, but look at the quality of their squad. You think their squad's better than Manchester United? Who's got can say that squad? United or... Look at Sunday night with Liverpool and Bloody Villa playing the kids. It doesn't matter who's in front of you. You can yeah, think Liverpool you're going to win. Arsenal, but it's not going to happen. Mate, listen. This season, anything has happened. We've seen Villa beating um, Liverpool 7-2. People have forget- forgotten about that. right? We've seen that. We've got guys like Van Dyke, um, Mo Salah on the pitch. I mean, the only two people yeah. that were missing was Trent and um, Mane. That was it, mm. really. And they still got they got beat 7-2. There's more players that didn't show up that day. I apologise if I forgot them. But my point is, this season has been absolutely ludicrous. Teams you think shouldn't beat certain teams have done it. It's It's been a topsy-turvy season. I think this has probably been the most exciting Premier League season in a very long time. And now you know that yes, whoever wins the like league title is not going to run away with it. winning. Sorry? Yeah, it's like the Leicester. It's like the Leicester when they won the league. It's exactly the same sort of league. Do you think so, though? I can't see anyone winning it. I can't see anyone winning it at the moment. Obviously, there is going to be a winner. But I can't see any of the top four, well, top six as it is now, winning it. I think there's going to be a massive surprise. It does Again. feel like it the team like that's it. going to win the league is the team that throws it away the least, rather than who wins it. Yeah, right. I mean, like I'm not being funny. Look at look at Villa. If they win their two games in hand, they go top. Yeah. Well, Aston Villa, like what? Like Aston Villa are a huge club in my opinion. Yeah. They was have like yeah they got relegated not long ago, but they were there about all the time. Yeah, but look. 
And they were always looked with like Angel, Barros, fucking Carboni, and all that. Wow, what a generation of Villa player that was. I love, by the way, how you started that with three names of people that look identical to each other. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? Funny, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe we look at like uh, I remember back in the day, and I remember um, I can't remember what season it was. It might have been oh eight or nine or something. I can't remember, but I remember when Villa were really, really putting the pressure on Arsenal. This is when I said, mm. "This is the problem. This is where the cracks were, where we were setting in for top four all the time." And I said, "We're not pushing." Mm. And you got teams like Aston Villa that were challenging us. And I remember that season, we couldn't beat them at all. We got battered at the Emirates. Mm. And, you know, if you, look at their, if you look at their record at the Emirates, it's actually on par with Chelsea and Manchester United. Do you know what I mean? So, it, you know, Villa are no mugs regardless of what generation, what season yeah. it is. But we couldn't beat them at Villa Park. We drew 2-2 and we lost, I think it was 3-1 at home. Yeah, you know it was uh, look, look, opening game of the season, that's Look, relegation candidates last season, yeah, they still beat us 1 0, and yet we did beat them at the Emirates, fair enough. But and that was lucky with as well. that. But they only stayed up because of the v, uh, VAR, well, the golden technology not working. Well, that's a bit tough because yeah, well, no, it's no, easy no, to that's say a that. Bit tough. That did contribute, but I don't think that's the whole story because let's look at it. If Bournemouth had pulled their socks up properly, then maybe Bournemouth would have been gone. How many points did they pay up by? One. I, I can't remember, mate. I think it was down to goal one. difference, to be honest. Maybe even goal difference. Remember, Bournemouth were winning yeah. like 4-1 four, four or something. And they couldn't yeah, get the job they, done. They stayed up by one point. If they lost that game against Sheffield United, which they should have, that's that one point. Fair enough. Gone. But how many other games have Villa got lucky with? So, I mean, uh, yeah. It, it's, 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 you know football, the ball is round, mate. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm. Anything can happen in, in the league. And look, again, not look so, at Villa. Saying that again, it's not their fault. Of course it's not. They've done really well to turn it around. Mm. Dean Smith's own head of a job. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a credit to the, that's the credit to the chairman not sacking him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, every man, like, chairman nowadays will quit to sack people. But look at even, even going, let's, let's go to another club that um, has been quite surprising this season, and that's Southampton. I mean, we saw them get oh, yeah, we saw them get whooped by less than nine. Was it nine nil or nine, nine one? Nil, yeah. Nine yeah, nil, yeah. Yeah, that was like, how many games has he been in that charge for that? It wasn't that long, was he? Was that? Well, that was. And this is where it's quite nice to see actually because that was the ultimate sackable yeah. result. Yeah, kick at the and performance, thing, yeah. and and people seem to forget they actually lost the next two games after that as well. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they yeah, he should have gone. I imagine he was probably getting ready to clear his office out, but they've stuck with him and look where he's got them. They've been brilliant. But you know what? Yeah, it's funny. I look at, but I look at Wenger as well, and everyone keeps saying, yeah, but he's had, you know, the past, the pre, the hybrid years more so. Let's be real, the hybrid years, which kept him in the job. But you're telling me eight two against United at Old Trafford was acceptable? No. That was when I really started to think, listen, this guy might have to go, you know, because this is embarrassing. And then your thousandth game, you lose at Stanford Bridge 6 0. Unacceptable. I'm yeah. sorry. Unacceptable. I don't care yeah, who. You don't want. really. But we kept him in for the only years and then fucking the only won embarrassing result I think Fergie ever had was that game against City. Sorry? Nah, they, 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 they were slapped City, quite a few times. times. I think I don't think there's anything else. Five nil away at Newcastle late nineties wasn't very good. No, that was nine. It was going on. Yeah, well, (laughs) what? what, That's what I'm saying. I I feel like a lot of things can contribute to a manager getting sacked. You have to, you have to respect Ralph Hasselhooten for a lot because he changed it around. And you know, if you look at the team now, they're young, they're vibrant, and They've got a lot of players in there. Like Danny Ings has been revitalized. We talk about Jamie Vardy being revitalized. Danny Ings, who let's be right, let's have it right. Like when he when he um, was at Liverpool, weren't really hitting it. Once he left Liverpool, and where was it? Where was he after Liverpool? Was it Burnley? I can't remember who signed. No, him he went straight to Southampton. Was it straight to Southampton? Yeah, yeah, I think he had a lot. Yeah. He, he was at Burnley. He was at Burnley once upon a time. 
I think yeah, it, right. it might be where Liverpool signed him from. He's only ever been a couple of clubs. You've got to remember how he's not even that old. Well, he is quite old, but he's only been at yeah, a few I think clubs. Liverpool signed this him from thing. Burnley. Yeah, I think he's only been to three clubs. Right. I remember he but started at Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. But look at this. Look how, three, good, clubs, look how good he's been. Like, I mean, he's been absolutely tremendous. I mean, there was even Rob. He didn't be last season. He should be, be fair. He was doing it last yeah. season. But that's what I'm saying. Even last season, he was, he was, he was really on point. On point. And mm. I felt like there's not much respect on Danny Ings' name, which gets on my nerves, to be honest. I mean, I definitely have him at Arsenal. I'm being honest. I mean, my strikers mm. right now, they're not really pulling up trees right now, are they? They're not. I think he was in the same time as like him and Charlie Austin were quite similar. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people put more Charlie, into Charlie yeah, Austin, did. more than they did, they did. They did. It's only because I think Ings' re- injury record at that time wasn't that great. Yeah, same, same as Charlie Adams. His, uh, Charlie Adams. Yeah, Charlie yeah, Austin. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Austin, his knees. His knees That's what West Ham did. Do you see he signed for yeah. QPR today? Who's mm. that? And it's really strange to see him now not being who he should be. Mm. Interesting. That he should be a Premier League player, I think, but he's not. That's an interesting one. But would West Ham, like, even now, is he the type of striker that we need now? No. Because he's gone past that point of... You get to a point where missed. you don't really want to be right. signing players just to sit on the bench. You want to be signing players to make a yeah. difference. And, this mm. why and that's the whole Inketia thing. I don't think we should Arsenal want like what, 30 mil? I don't think we'll. You're on the fuck. No chance. I think the only reason why Arsenal want 30 mil is because of a few reasons. And I'll tell you why. And me personally, I don't think Eddie's worth 30 mil. And that's no I know exactly what you're going to say, probably, to be fair. Probably... Well, all right, all right, I'll let you go first. Why do you think, what do you think I'm going to say? Feel like, obviously, it's always going to be the money thing because he's young, he's English. That's the whole thing. Mm. That's what it, it's always that. Look at Andy Carroll for Liverpool. Yeah, but to be fair, like at that point, Andy Carroll wasn't completely dead out. I mean, Andy Carroll was making sporadic appearances where he was actually doing quite well. Yeah. He just never really carried that momentum. Again, like we looked at Danny yeah. Ings. He's, he's in the same bracket, but Danny Ings has made it out. So yeah, why I mean, should West Ham spend 30 mil? I know it's not a lot, as they say now, or whatever. Okay. But why should we spend 30 mil on a player who actually has no experience, to be honest? I know he's done mm. champ, uh, championship. He barely played for Leeds. Yeah, that's like... He got recalled from Leeds when he should have gone Probably Bristol City, as she's like he was supposed to. Yeah, we would need to touch him. And what happened? I think personally, I reckon now if he did go to Bristol at that time, I think now we'd be talking about Inketia as like one of Arsenal's main strikers. Do you know what? It's tough to call because I feel with Eddie and Ketia, yeah. And like, let me quickly go back to um, what I was gonna say. Yeah, you're 100 right. I feel it's because he's young, but at the same time, and the fact that he's an actual starter and captain. Of mm-hmm. the under twenty ones, you have to look at that. So there's definitely a price tag on that. Yeah, he's but, he's got what uh, the record against twenty ones. Yeah, of course, exactly. Alan Shearer's record, which no other mm. promising striker like you know in the under twenty one. Kane didn't even beat it. Rooney didn't even beat it. Do you know what I mean? So even with that, and they're quality world class strikers in their in their in their yeah. moments. Like I'm not saying Eddie Nketi is world class. I'm not saying that, and that's no disrespect to Eddie Nketi. Can he? But, even just to just to see that that's promising, but again, I feel like Arsenal have looked at the fact of when you look at a guy like Ryan Brewster, or you look mm. at Dominic Solanke, those guys got sold for good prices, and yet they hardly done much. Yeah, in Liverpool. Okay. So yeah, I'd say Kenny is miles better than Solanke. But oh, it's my point. Solanke and. Whatever. 30 million though. this is the thing and you've got to look at it Arsenal need money anyway right? so yeah. there's a lot of things that combine I think Arsenal say they want up to 30 mil so if you came to us with 20 mil 25 mil I think Arsenal would be liable to accept it but it's yeah but then would, would like mm. all your lot start laughing because they've like, now they've got 20 million but this is the or... thing this is the thing you say that yeah but how many players have Arsenal let go for nothing Right, yeah, and they've true. gone on to do crazy things. Look at Van Persie, right? And I know yes. a lot of Arsenal fans it hurts, and you know I kind of just got over it, and it, it was annoying. Yeah, he went Man United, one of these out, but regardless, mm. 
he went to a Manchester United side, and a lot of Man United fans have come to me and said, listen, if it weren't for Van Persie, we were not winning that league title. That's facts. Wow. That's facts. Yeah. Because they were kind of finished. Even Rooney in that was just unbelievable. Rooney was at the peak of his powers, as it was. It was kind of at the end, really. Do you know what I mean? But he was still he's kind of always like. No, Rooney was still ahead of a player, but he was kind of at the point where it was like, this is kind of near the end now. Do you know what I mean? We kind of saw that, like, the last like literally, the amount of people that disrespect his name. Like, oh my god, I, 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 I don't understand it myself. I think Ray really was an exceptional player. I just feel everyone mm. likes to dive in the, the, the personal life, business, and certain things. You know, just let the man live his life. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I feel mm-hmm. this is the problem. Give me one second. He's been very quiet. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it a day, I think, in a minute. Just, um... Well, we've gone an hour. or just over an hour. So I think that's pretty well. I think yeah, that's no. good, yeah. So, I'll obviously, I'll save it and I'll share it with you all. Yeah. yeah so, then, if you want to, yeah, obviously, alive, listen back to it and then we can, we can see where we are with it. Yeah, 100%. And then go again properly. Yeah, but we, good. I think we've put because we haven't really set out to do all that, have we? We've just, uh, that's all okay. Yeah, it just comes and yeah. then we just talk about it. So I think we're sound. This is the thing, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Once you get into that mojo, yeah, once you get going, you start, we'll start rolling. Yeah. You're off, you're going downhill, right? You're gone. <laughs> no, this, is, this, yeah. is, this, is, this is good. This is a good thing that we've done this demo, anyways. And even just by, yeah, well, gotcha. Well, even this is a demo, we can also shorten it and send it out because this is. I don't know. If you wanna, but this is like yeah. I guess this is more like a pilot, and then tomorrow or whatever, we can talk about the FA Cup. We can talk about things like that and analyze different games like yeah, Marine Tottenham so. and whatever. I suppose so. And then we can obviously get different. It views doesn't matter. No support clubs. I mean. You need to put. I need to put aside my fucking yeah. stuff for Tottenham. You need to put your side away from. No, I'm, I'm not going to back <laughs> Tottenham. I mean, I've been pretty fair on Tottenham this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah that stuff. I think that's the main thing. I think we don't hold grudges against clubs. I know. No, you no, I'm not going to like a fraud. But I'm not going to be I like. I hate, them, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. My passion. My I'm passion not about them. and Chelsea. But, <laughs> yeah, but we're quite fair. We say, like, if we know they've had a good game or they beat us, then we'll be like, okay, fair enough. We won't be like, oh, it's the ref's fault, the ref is shit, oh, he's Mourinho this, Mourinho that. We're quite good but at that's what at it's supposed to be. This is how you create general viewers, because if you just get, you know, people that would just, mm. um, like, for example, if I'm going to go on my channel, you'd be like... No, no we're never going to talk no, about Millwall. I'll give you an example, so... because uh, <laughs> football fans are not going to respect um, podcasters and viewers that are not not viewers, sorry, podcasters mainly or content creators more so. That sounds pro- that sounds professional. That are going to sit there and and, and batter their rivals, even if they don't like them, they don't stand for what certain fans do X, Y, and Z. They're not going to yeah. stand for that because it's not being fair that you're solely picking out one club that you personally don't like for whatever reason it is, and all the other clubs are justified, like. Do you know what I mean? You're going to battle Millwall, but Chelsea do similar things. You're going to battle Chelsea and then, you know, Tottenham mm. done similar things. Do you know what I mean? All, all three of them clubs have done probably worse things mm. than one or the other or similar things. It's not really going to be fair because you might have Millwall fans generally liking the content and it's like, oh, well, they're going to boycott this content because it's not fair. That's not really fair, mate. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel that's what it is to be yeah. a good content creator because you can't just pick it up. Listen, I can move. I, I've done an Arsenal video. How many North London derbies I've um, previewed, reviewed X, Y, and Z. I've never once said in my previews or reviews, fuck Tottenham, I hate Tottenham. Duh, 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 duh. And I generally do. And I generally feel that way. Same with mm-hmm. Chelsea. When they batted us in the final, I never said, ah, oh, fucking cunts. Duh, 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 yeah. Like, no, no, I've never said that. Even when we beat them, I've never batted mm-hmm. them. I've just said, we won. I'm happy, or we lost, I'm sad, whatever my emotions are, because generally, you will get Tottenham fans, you will get rival fans that will like your content, and they'll be, they'll be open-minded, they will take the rivalry aside, 
Because once you switch the TV off, you're not thinking in football mode anymore, are you? No. No. So what's the point? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, you have to look at the general viewers whenever you're making content. Because if you walk up, if someone, I don't know, from Talk Sport or BBC or Sky Sports bumps into our content or my content, if you had you guys did your own content or whatever, and they keep checking out your content and they feel like, okay, this guy's a bit, mm, it could be a bit nicer to, to a certain club, which they do look at, they're not really going to pick you up. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be like a Gary Neville. Like, oh, but Gary Neville's only there on, on merit. That's the only reason <laughs> we all know that. He gets picked by certain managers because... Well, he's Sorry? still now over into Miami. Oh, stop. Bill Neville's taken over into Miami. How is he taken over into Miami? He is. <laughs> well, I think in... Bex wants him. That's... Sorry? Because Bex wants him. Yeah. In fact, he did a very good job of doing oh, a lot of That's what I was going to say. Are we talking about Gary? Bro? Oh, yeah, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Well, I know, yeah, Phil's going to do into Miami, which is... Yeah, why not? That's but... a good mm. one. I mean, he has yeah. experience with the Lioness. Mm. Why not? And besides, Inter Miami is a yeah, new club anyway. Good for both, everyone. That's the that's another thing we could talk about as yeah. well. Actually, yeah, why not? Mm. Anyway, right, I'm gonna finish it here. Well, I'll, yeah, save yeah. it. And I will. I'll just share it in our group yeah. chat thing, and then yeah, we yeah. can just have a little yeah, listen. Right? Well, I'm gonna be on GTA, so I don't know about yeah, I'm still yeah, sure. on. Ashley, you then you're going to bed straight after or what? Mm, not well, sure. I'm not, to say, if it's, it's to not be sure. honest, I might, might load it up. I see what the others are doing, so I know they all wanted to join in this heist. So if they're still on, I'll do that. Well, Dan's on. So I'll see. Oh, is he? Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's so, all right, I'll see what they're saying, yeah, but I'll let you know in a sec. Right. Well, we're in it, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's shamed. All right. All right. Let's go.